boom, it's the cycle of life. You live, die, become huckleberries. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Welcome to Get Dumped On, an Info Dump Podcast, the podcast where four friends get together, dump each other's, dump each other's, dump dump knowledge on each other in a fun, fun way (laughs) where we all learn, live, grow, laugh, hate. I don't know. You tell me. Today's episode is a second part of yesterday, yesterday, last week's episode. Um, uh, Ash, could you please give me like some, some mouth sounds of music? Like 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 a like a suspenseful mouth music. Last time on Get Dumped On. I don't think you want to just stop. Bigfoot, real or not real? You be the judge. This is part two of Bigfoot. That's, that was great. That was great. So welcome to part two of Bigfoot. It was a really nice crescendo. That was beautiful. That's beautiful. I like how I like how the the whole thing resolved. So uh, my name is Andrew. Uh, that is Ash who did the music. Thank you, Ash. Hey. Uh, uh, Bo is here as well. Hey. As always, and Zach is here doing the second part of his double dumper. Hey, it's me on Bigfoot. Zach, take us away. Try to convince us again, which you failed to do the first time. Hey, it's me. I'm Zach, and I'm going to talk to you this time about the evidence that exists for uh, Bigfoot's existence. Once again, air quotes were around everything he just said. Not the best way that I could have worded that sentence, but here we are. So what I'm going to do for this one is I'm going to present the evidence as is. I'm not going to tell you if it's true or not, and you're going to give me your best kind of interpretation of what you think if it's real or not how would you determine if it's real or not and what are you what what's your what's your read on it um so fuck i just said um i that was my first um ah damn it motherfucker the floodgates are open zach's really trying to break himself of this habit it's a, if you hear me say um no you didn't <laughs> <laughs> So this was something that I was doing, planning to do a lot of, uh, I was excited to do a lot of research into because when I was in high school for uh, a term paper in my English class, I wrote a paper on Bigfoot and all of the evidence that existed and using it to prove that Bigfoot existed. And these days I can see that, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you, I'm, I'm more skeptical than I was when I was 16. And that was pretty much all based on one documentary that I watched. You've grown um, jaded in your old age. Yeah. You're, I've just become you're, more you're skeptical. Senile you know, I'm a little more and cynical and more skeptical. I've learned how to read scientific papers. Mm-hmm. This was a documentary that was called Sasquatch Legend Meets Science, which was uh, sold through the BFRO website. I convinced my parents to buy it for me, and I watched it a bunch of times. Uh, it was narrated by Stacy Keach, who's a pretty cool, legendary, old-school actor, and all of this is irrelevant. But if you're interested, you should seek out the DVD and watch it yourself, because it's kind of fun uh, in a certain sort of way. But let's get into let's get into the Bigfoot evidence. I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. And 
this is going to be some video. Uh, we're going to start off with the most famous Bigfoot video. And then this is going to be some audio, which will splice in the audio clips. And then I will talk about the footprints and the the, the hairs and anything else that is left. Did you say Are you going to splice in uh, a video to this audio podcast? You're sharing well, a video yeah. so, on an audio podcast. And, but we have to talk about the video. There's it's a pretty famous video. We have to talk well. about the one video. Everyone who's listening, you can find it on YouTube. It's like, it's really easy to find. I hope you're not driving a car right now. It's one of the top rated posts on the Bigfoot subreddit. Like, it's there. It's easy to find. <laughs> subreddit? Um, I'm sure there is. Of course there's a Bigfoot subreddit. Are you kidding me? Of course there is. And they all seem like lovely people. I have a question. A lot of air quotes. A lot of air quotes happening. <laughs> yeah. Is there photographic evidence in a year where there is smartphones? Yes. Are they good? Um. Do you, yeah. Do you have those photos it. on your person? Yeah. There's a, there's a few around. I can show you them. Uh, there are the the Bfro has plenty uh, uh plenty available, and I've the got Bfro? a couple. Um, it sounds like you're part of them. The way you speak about them. Well, you know, the, we here at the Beefro believe the Beefro is great because they've got all of the stuff like in one place because they they're very good at keeping it all into the same place, uh, and that's very helpful. And uh, it's a good source for all of your Bigfoot hunting needs. But so let's talk about the Patterson Gimlin film. If you've seen an image of Bigfoot, you have seen frame. Number 344 of the Patterson Gimlin film. Is that the one where it's kind of looking over its right shoulder and it's like arms are swinging mid walk? Oh, you bet it is. That's exactly the one that is. That's the one that comes so to once mind. Once again, I'm, that's the, per the person came out afterwards and said that they're like, here's the suit. Here was me. This was me. Yeah. But the guy who the guy who filmed it said that that guy was lying. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the on a clear, nice clear day, uh, October 1967, two dudes were doing. It was dude in October. Stuff. That makes it so spooky. Yeah, so spooky. Two dudes were out <laughs> doing dude stuff in Bluff Creek, Northern California. Oh my god, the scariest place in all the world. Uh, their names were Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Uh, they both gotten interested in Bigfoot in the late 1950s, particularly Patterson. After reading an article in Life magazine, he was apparently a little bit obsessed with the Rose sighting, which is one that I skipped over in the last episode because we we're over time. Immediately, that makes me even more skeptical than I already was. This guy was a Bigfoot fanatic before he got this footage. Mm -hmm. Come on. And so it did, the, the Rose sighting is infamous for resulting in a sketch of a lady Bigfoot with sizable honkers, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Because every time anyone sees a female Bigfoot, it's got big old titties, uh, which is very funny to me. I really don't know what to do with that information, but, you know, it's important to know. Is it? So, is it? The, so Patterson and Gimlin went out to Bluff Creek, uh, which is, again, like I said, in Northern California, to look for Bigfoot. And they brought a video camera with them to film it just in case they saw one. Just in case they just happened case. to see one. Well, one day as they were approaching the creek, their horses started to uh, act super sketchy and they realized that they were coming face to face with a female Sasquatch drinking from the creek. They <gasps> hopped off their horses. Patterson grabbed his camera and Gimlin grabbed a rifle 
and Patterson shot 954 frames of footage. I, I don't know why I thought you were going to say bullets. <laughs> no, that'd be a lot of bullets. Yeah, I was like, how is that possible? Not, uh, do you say 954? 954 frames of footage, uh, which depending on the frame rate that you play it back, because the, the cameras that they were played at back uh, use manual cranks, so the, the frame rate's a little sketchy, mm. but it's around a minute of footage. It's about a minute of footage, and it's become some of the most analyzed video footage of all time, just like the Zapruder film uh, with proponents and detractors alike. I've definitely seen this footage before. So first, I'm going to show you, and everyone, you can look this up. Please watch this along. But for for how about let's have uh, Bo. Bo, do you want to narrate along? Tell me what you see as you see it. Describe okay. the video. Okay. Uh, static film. I'll make it sound effects noises to it. Oh, hey, look at some woods. Hey, what 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 is going on? What is that? Looks like that something's moving back there. Oh, Bo goes first person oh, in everything oh, that he's ever done. Oh, <laughs> hey, he's hey, explaining the video. Get, he's explaining the guy filming the video. How he's feeling? Yeah. Get closer. Oh my god. Is that it's man, impossibly shaky. Is it a man or woman? It's like I can't really see. Okay, hold on. I got stable, stabled. Oh, he's just walking away. Hey, hey, oh he, oh god, he looked at me. Oh, he's looking. He's looking. Oh, there he is. It's goes. a big hairy what creature. It looks like a gorilla hey. with longer legs and long hey. arms. Hey, who's narrating? Hey. Got a oh, big head narrating? with what looks like a sagittal okay. crest. Ash is doing it. Okay. <laughs> Well, Bo, you weren't actually that's, saying what was that, happening. You were just saying how you were feeling, which is, is, that, the best, is that the best for an audio podcast. No, don't, 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 don't tell Ash how, to, how you, like, don't, don't hide your feelings. This is the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty cool. It's literally a guy in a suit. Now, there are a few things to take, uh, to take into notice. So for one, uh, and these the are the guy things wearing that people the point out. <laughs> For one, the body is jiggling, uh, which would be really difficult to do with a, a that body's suit not jiggling. to have individual that, parts that body of the body is jiggling. absolutely not jiggling. Look at how it jiggles. It moves the hands, and so the, the arms wasn't. are really long. There'd have to be extended arms, but the hands move. Play it so again. How are it the hands move. moving? The hands weren't moving. The hands are totally moving. Oh my god, They're the not moving. player fucking sucks. Play, play it again. Play from the beginning. Those are not moving. The hands... <laughs> Don't really move. It's true. There's the fingers kind of move. I'm not seeing any jiggling. I'm not the, seeing any moving. I want whatsoever. to draw your attention to the lower leg. Can you play it again? Yeah. Again, audio podcast. This is going great. <laughs> if you look at the lower leg, it kind of looks like it has a really long thigh. But in this footage, it actually doesn't look like that because you can actually you can like see the the shadows. Watch. Pause right there. Pause right there. Pause right there. Watch the ass when it turns. It separates from the top part of the costume. It's a That's costume. really dumpy ass. Which part separates? Like the top part when they turn back around. You can tell there's a gap in between the top of the ass and the back. Oh, yeah. Because you can totally see it. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking yeah, costume. Yeah, you can see like Why it's a shirt. Why are we watching shirt? a video on audio podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. So this is the, the most famous piece of Bigfoot footage. This is the most and famous. torn it to shreds. This is all you got. So you don't, you don't, you don't see any, you don't, you can't get no. any sort of anything out of that? No. No rises, no nothing. So keep in mind that this was made in 1967. And at the time, the pinnacle of gorilla suit technology was Planet of the Apes. And this does look a lot more realistic than Planet of the Apes. No, it doesn't. Have you seen Planet of the Apes? Yeah, it looks nothing like this. Yeah, this looks better. 
Um, you say that doesn't also, make it true. <laughs> it's also just one suit mm-hmm. and not like a bunch of them that they had to make for a movie, you know? So Jeff Meldrum, uh, Jeff Meldrum is a, a Bigfoot scientist and he is, uh, he did a lot of the research. So many uh, goddamn air quotes in this fucking episode. A lot of, uh, he's written a whole lot of stuff about the, uh, interpreting the evidence for Bigfoot, but he's super full of shit. Uh, he takes pretty much every evidence that he finds at face value and always looks for like things that are true, but never really like tries to disprove anything that he thinks, which is pretty bad science. So I was looking into his credentials and it turns out that he got his bachelor's degree at Brigham Young in Brigham Young university and, um, has written papers about genetics and like talking about how we can use genetics to prove the tribes of Lehigh, uh, stuff from the book of Mormon. He, this dude's super Mormon. Which kind of all kind of falls together. Uh, every time that I was reading a paper in grad school and I was like, oh, this will be fun. I'd love to read a paper about like the bead manufacturer among the Olmecs. And then all of a sudden it started going into some weird Lost Tribes of Jerusalem stuff. And they're like, oh, this research is from Brigham Young. So I'm sorry for all the Mormons out there, but there's not a lot of good science coming out of Brigham Young University. But uh, this Jeff, Jeff Muldrum is going to come up a lot in this episode while we talk about the evidence, because he's the one he's the guy who goes up on to all of the news channels and is like, yeah, we're doing this thing with thermal cameras now where we're looking down from drones and we're going to be taking thermal videos. Is of that all the, the drone show? Is that the drone Sasquatch show? Yeah, he's involved with it, I'm pretty sure. And uh, he's also the one who's like, yeah, we found some skin and we're going to test the genes and uh, stuff like that. So. A lot of different people have weighed in on this film, and there are some voices who have said that they think that it's uh, real. The guy who did make the suits for Planet of the Apes thinks that it's too realistic, and, he's, and there are rumors that he's the one who made this suit, and he says, I'm good, but not that good, and that he would take credit if he actually made it. So there's that. There's also, if you look closely at it, Meldrum, Jeff, uh, Dr. Jeff says that you can see a hernia in the leg. I've never actually seen it, but there we go. This is really turning into more of a debunking Bigfoot podcast, but it's fine. Uh, Rick Baker, who's a name you might be familiar with. You know Rick Baker? Is that the guy from The Walking Dead? Oh, yeah. He owes me 20 bucks. The guy who created bakeries? Ah, Baker. uh, yeah. So he did, the, uh, he did the suit for Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, he's a big Hollywood suit guy uh, you probably also he's like won tons of oscars for special effects and makeup he did the effects for like american werewolf in london uh he did the thing where michael jackson turned into a werewolf in thriller yeah he did harry and the hendersons he did the creature effects in in the so what, Black he, movies. what about him what about him <laughs> stuff like that he says that it looks like cheap fake fur and it was a crappy walk around suit. <laughs> Stan Winston, who is also another name that movie heads would recognize, uh, said that if one of my colleagues created this for a movie, he would be out of business. Uh, and then commented that the suit in the film Agreed. could have been made today for a couple hundred dollars or under a thousand in that day. Agreed. I mean, I feel like if the guys who actually make suits for movies are like, this looks like a suit made for a movie, that probably means that it's a suit made for a movie, huh? I feel like you can look at it and see that it's a suit that someone made, 
mm-hmm. with your eyeballs. If you look, you can see. Yeah. Bernard Heuvelmans or Heuvelmans. I'm not sure how to pronounce that last name. He's a zoologist and one of the founders, uh, fathers of cryptozoology. Uh, so he would be like, if you expect anybody to say that it's this is true, it would be that guy. He thinks it's a person in the suit saying that the hair is too uniform and that the breasts should be naked like they are in basically all primates. It all comes down to the titties. John Napier, a primatologist who was at one point the director of the Smithsonian's primate primate biology program, said that while he wants to believe in the Squatch, he doesn't think that this is it, saying that the footprints, oh yeah, and they also got footprints, are at variance with the purported height of the creature. Uh, Esteban Sarmiento from the American Museum of Natural History also pointed out that the variance in color between the bottom of the foot and the palm of the hand is crazy different. And in most primates, the color of the palm and the bottom of the foot are really similar. So it's it's just interesting to think about all these ways that you can disprove a suit like that. Although it really just comes down to, yeah, it just kind of looks like a suit, dude. It's super duper shiny, too. Well, yeah, they've got a lustrous coat. Well, okay, but they're also covered in dirt all the time because they're outside. There is a hilarious amount of, of debate about the ass of the suit. Tell us about the ass debate. Please tell me more about the butt. I will gladly tell you more about the butt. Uh, what a lot of it comes down to is, are there or are there not separate cheeks? And if there are separate, a lot of people have come down to this focus of, if you can see two separate cheeks, then that means that it is not a suit. And so there are people who say there are two separate cheeks. There are people who say there's not two separate cheeks. I read a whole article. Let's rewatch it back really quick. Stare at the ass and see if we can see cheeks. I think we should stop watching videos on this audio podcast. Let's just watch it one more time. I want the people at home to know how many times we watched it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we take our jobs seriously. Uh, I see a single, I see a mono cheek. Uh, I think I saw right there. Right there, I saw. I don't a believe split. that. I saw an ass I don't believe that this individual is double cheeked up. So Patterson died in his in the seventies, like five years after this was filmed of um, Hodgkin's lymphoma, um, but was adamant until the end that the footage was real. He was like he was he spent the time after it. He he put this as part of a documentary, showed it around the country in theaters, made a small amount of money off of it, and used that to fund like expeditions to Thailand, where he heard about like a Thai. Uh, like a Thai version of the of the Bigfoot that he was going to try and find, and then he died a little while later. And until the end, was adamant that it was right. Gimlin, uh, Bob Gimlin, he's still alive. He's like ninety one or ninety two. He goes to Bigfoot cons uh, and like signs merch and stuff. You can find stuff that he signed on eBay. He says that he believes it was real but has said on a few occasions that he thinks Patterson might have pulled a fast one on him and organized that hoax without his knowledge and like had him there to like make it seem Ooh, to corroborate. Real. Ooh, it goes deep. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Philip Morris says he made the suit, but he, there's basically no evidence for that. Like no, like there's no evidence that he was ever like working on gorilla suits or anything like that. And he couldn't like pull together any receipts. He just said that he made the suit and people were like, um, did you? And that was pretty much it. Yes. But then the one that you're talking about, Andrew, is a guy named Bob Hieronymus, who came out in 1998 to say that he was the man in the suit and gave a bunch of details on it. And so Hieronymus passed a lie detector saying that he passed a lie detector test saying that he, you know, saying that he was the guy in the suit. But Patterson also passed a lie detector test saying that it was true. So what does that mean? 
lie detector tests are not a good indication of whether or not someone is lying, and they should not be used in a court of law. Broken <laughs> lie detector. That's what it is. That means Bigfoot is fake, and I hate this. <laughs> I can't believe you hate it. I hate Bigfoot. I want to fight Bigfoot. If they're real, Why I do fight you Oh my god, I can't believe you want to fight Judging from the video that you made me watch, I could easily beat them because they don't have articulate fingers or hands, and if I just have to, like, push their top half, would fall (laughs) off. I mean, if they were that tall, though, like, even without moving their hands, they could just club you with their big, solid hands. They'd look too squishy. They look like they're made of rubber, so I think it would just bounce off of me, and I would giggle. No, it is worth noting that Bob Hieronymus is not tall enough to bend the one inside the suit and stilts certainly don't exist i mean he was walking but he was walking pretty steadily for somebody who's on stilts so i don't does know does bob have any history with the circus not that i'm aware of mm. someone should look into that he does say that he wore football shoulder pads okay. and had arm extending what's, sticks what, what's next because we're 20 minutes in and all we've been doing is watching a video what do we got? All right, well, what's important? You know, you can't talk about Bigfoot without talking about the Patterson-Gimlin film. If I didn't, then we'd be getting a ton of angry emails saying, why aren't you talking oh, about the Patterson-Gimlin film? Emails about that and emails about loads. Sorry. Yeah, emails about loads. Uh, so the next best evidence of footprint, or at least the, the next best, the, ah, the next most common evidence of foot, Bigfoot that you'll find are people with plaster casts of footprints, right? And so that's the mm-hmm. important thing to talk about, too, is because, you know, the there are collectors who have like hundreds of these plaster casts of footprints. And that's the main thing that people say are, you know, evidence that, you know, what else could be out there making footprints? It's in the name. It's in the name. Exactly. So there are all these footprints that show up all over the Pacific Northwest every year. And there's just footprint after footprint, after footprint, after footprint. So the, I said before that the name Bigfoot comes from an incident when a bunch of footprints were found. So let's talk about that. Now that was in 1958. Uh, Jerry Crew, his name was. He was a bulldozer operator J. for a Crew? logging company in yeah, J. Crew. Wow. Before before he was uh, in fashion, he was a bulldozer operator for a logging company in Humboldt County, and found a set of sixteen inch footprints in the mud. So Andrew, you've got pretty big feet, right? How big are your feet? How long are your feet? Oh, uh, you know they're. Uh, <laughs> are you afraid to say? I don't, I don't know how to answer that question. What size, what, size, what size should you oh, wear? Oh, what size can my please, shoes are. Can you That's, please get a ruler and measure your How long are your feet your and how big your shoes are? Or, uh, that was a weird way to phrase that question. I'm sorry. It was. Uh, can you get a tape measure, please, any, any, and measure your foot and tell us in inches? It's around 11.5 inches, roughly. Oh, it's hard, it's hard to find sh- shoes because like, sometimes shoe manufacturers are like wrong, you know? Oh, man, you got an 11.5? What a small foot. <laughs> hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. Yeah. yeah, yeah How long are your Bo. feet? Well, <laughs> get a guy. Yeah, okay. Well, since yeah. this is an, okay, is an audio on. podcast, take a video of yourself measuring your feet. <laughs> hey, Bo. Uh, you can go to my OnlyFans for that. Yes. How much of your feet length is toenail? All. Got a little tiny <laughs> All toenail. His <laughs> foot is actually a toenail. And then, then it's, it's 11 inches of toe. That's when I have mm. sex. I keep my shoes on. His, his, guys want to know his, about my his, sex feet, life. his feet look like that Bigfoot video's hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, mm. you see, when you see, people are like, oh, look at this mysterious footprint. Nope, that's just my toenails. <laughs> <laughs> so these were 16 inch long footprints, 16 inch long footprints, which if you converted that into a shoe size would be size 26. Whoa. Do they make shoes that big? Curious. Yeah, you just have to get them specially made. I think that 
I wonder what size were, how big were Robert Wadlow's feet? Who's that? Uh, are you supposed to know who these people are? You've dropped two names of this podcast. We have no idea who these people are. Who is the first name? He's dropped a lot of names. He uh, said many names. Costume, that costume designer? What, Stan Winston? I don't know. I don't know them. <laughs> he wore size 37 you, you shoes. 37? Wow. Wow. He was 8 foot 11. So taller than most Bigfoots if they're 78 feet tall. Wow. He also died he very young, but he was the tallest man to ever live. So that's a fun, that's a fun, well, it's not really that fun because he died, but it's fun that he was that tall. Anyway, irrelevant. The way that it goes is that Jerry found the footprints. He and the rest of the logging company started referring to them as Bigfoot and they contacted the newspaper, which kicked off a national Bigfoot craze. And for decades, there were sightings of this big old hairy monster around Humboldt County. So what do you think about, what do you think about, about footprints? So when they found the footprints, they were like, these came from a big hairy monster, even though they didn't know, or was that just like the reporter? Like, how did those two things become synonymous? It was like, this is a big, this is like a mysterious thing with big, big feet. And they were, and they were like, oh, well, there are these stories of a, of a tall man monster in the area. I wonder if these are the same thing. Mm. Dude, I hate that. I think that's so dumb. They're so like, where did this story? It? There's a story of a giant monster that's gone back to the 1800s of a, of a giant monster that, 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 that stomps everywhere. And there's literally no evidence of this thing other than a footprint that goes nowhere. Several footprints. Several footprints that lead nowhere. Like it has to lead nowhere because they never found anything. So what's the point well, of reporting not every on it? set of footprints you find in the woods leads somewhere. Sometimes you step in some wet mud and there's like two or three footprints. Yeah, but you would think that there would be some shred of evidence from the late 1800s to, you know, 2023 of this thing existing. And they're still like, yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to definitely report <laughs> on this. So what do you think made the big ass footprint, Zach? If not a Bigfoot, then what? Yeah. Humans. Someone with the snowshoes on? Someone playing a prank and then someone else going, holy fuck, that's not a prank. Because <laughs> people are dumb. <laughs> well, fast forward to 2002 when a guy named Ray Wallace died. And Ray Wallace was one of Jerry Crew's co-workers. And when he died, his family found a collection of large carved wooden feet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this, dude, this dude's like the prank master general, dude. He's been going around the entire. He's going around the United States, everywhere in the United States except for Hawaii, and putting footprints every every single state that he can find. Talk this about dude, a long this con. A oh my god, that's amazing. And so, the families came out and said that Wallace had been res- uh, secretly making the footprints to like scare away people who might be stealing stuff from the construction site. And he was responsible for the tracks that they found no, that there. That made more people show up. And right. so <laughs> he, he was in turn inspired by a guy named Rant Mullins who came clean about his hoaxes in 1982. And so Rant Mullins was doing the same thing. Doing fake footprints. So who takes over the hoax yeah. from this guy now? Does it? Does the, he like, do his kids have 30s. to inherit those stompy feet, and now they have to do it? <laughs> oh, I will go into the ne- who the next hoaxer is. Oh, the Beefro hates this next guy. Every time that something happens, they're like, "This guy, he's a jerk ass." Uh, so, <laughs> but Rant Mullins in the '30s, he and a bunch of other foresters ca- carved large pairs of feet out of wood and used them in the mud to scare huckleberry pickers. 
And they claim to be responsible for hoaxing the Ape Canyon incident from last episode. They said that they called themselves the St. Helens Apes, and they just threw a bunch of rocks at a cabin all night. They just harassed some you know, hikers, if, some campers. If, if I know they anything about Huckleberry Pickers, oh, right. their number one most fear is giant feet. <laughs> Big stinky uh, like, men. Oh, we're, we're just... We're just a couple of huckleberry pickers. They like go down the tree. They always sing when they're huckle- huckleberrying, you know, huckleberry. Yeah. And if they, huckleberry and the only thing we're scared of is big, big feet. And they go, oh, and they run, and they run away. When I was a kid, I was an uh, amateur huckleberry picker. And they it's always true. It's true. He always has, he always has a song in his heart, Bo does. Just in case, there's big ones. Because they're going to pick your huckleberries from you. <laughs> So, so you they, pick they the huckleberries guy. off of the bush, and then the Bigfoot plucks your head off of your body. Yeah, mm-hmm. it breaks his neck next to mm-hmm. a tree. Yeah, breaks his neck. So these guys broke the guy's neck next to the tree, is what you're saying? No, that's, yeah. those, are two, those are two separate incidents. Are they, though? I mean, yeah, they are two separate incidents. In two are separate places, though? as well. I can go higher. Are they, though? Are <laughs> they, though? So, uh, Ray Wallace, the guy who did these footprints, he knew... Uh, Rant Mullins. They oh, were, the conspiracy is they so were deep. Both from, they were both from Toledo, Washington. And so reportedly they knew Holy each other. Toledo. And he inspired, he told them about how he did the hoaxes. And he's like, I'm going to do some hoaxes too. So that's fun. See, I like this part. I like this part because the, this is giving me one clarity and two, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> the this fact so that they found them after he said. died is so fucking funny. Dude, that's peak comedy to legend, me. bro legend yeah. he took that yeah. shit to his grave he's laughing in hell right now <laughs> <laughs> and so a lot of footprints are probably hoaxes uh, ultimately the no, he's he's probably he's probably in valhalla right like he went through battle oh yeah that's he battle. Went through battle all right go on the battle of the mind and this and the soul to not give up your secret fuck dude <laughs> dope as shit <laughs> Dr. Jeff Meldrum, he, he loves footprints, and he always will pull out a couple of footprints that he found that he says have dermal ridges in them, like fingerprints and such like. But uh, people who know about plaster casting in dirt will n- say that, that just when happens. you plaster cast into dirt, that just kind of just happens. Yeah. And that generally speaking, a lot of them just look like a human thumbprint that's been like pushed into the, into the toe. <laughs> So that's fun. There's also so like when they were making the plaster cast, they just like stuck their thumbprint where the toe print should be. Pretty much. Great. So we can we can open up their iPhone. Is what you're saying? If they mm-hmm. have an old iPhone, <laughs> <with> the finger. <laughs> Put the big foot to it. <laughs> is that how they open their phone? They grab their their giant wooden big foot, shove it against they the They plunk their backpack down and fish out their giant foot. <laughs> like, hey guys, you got the weather? Like, yeah, hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna rain. Hey, could you just hold this up to the giant foot in my bag? Yeah, there's just like a big foot back there. You just hold it up to the toe. Mm-hmm. Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. It's it's a whole thing. It's gonna go to my grave. Don't worry. I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I said so again. All right. Don't say, the don't next. Uh, fuck. The next piece of related compelling evidence is the Skookum body cast. In 2000, a group of researchers for the Beef Row went to Washington. Uh, where, fuck. God damn it. 
I'm quitting the podcast. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> you want me take you want me to take over? So anyway, Bigfoot, right? Happened. <laughs> <laughs> there were essentially in this area of Washington, there was a lot of sightings in a relatively short period of time. And so they went to go investigate. And in the process, they decided they found a really nice mud puddle and they placed uh, some bait in the middle of the puddle. Came back later and there was a there is a big body imprint in the edge of the mud pud. An entire body? <laughs> An entire body. They found that a Sasquatch had laid down at the edge of the puddle and left a body imprint. They made a plaster cast of the imprint and decided that it was a unidentifiable bipedal primate that was much larger than a human. Are you sure it wasn't a bear? Are you, was it like laying sideways or was it like starfish? It was like fetal position or kind of like, like a reclining on the side. Mm. So it kicked so back and had some snacks. About, when I come across... Yeah, when I when I come across mud puddles when I'm hiking, uh, the first thing I do is one check it for snacks, and two if there's snacks in there, fetal position immediately. <laughs> Just kick back, kick back immediately and snack well, on those you know, snacks. You get the snacks, then we, you got to take a nap. We learned that in huckleberry picking back when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do to disprove this? Are they sure it wasn't a bear? No, it was not a bear. Why it was, was it not a bear? It was not a bear. It was not a bear because it was an elk. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the looking at the shape of the cast, um, you can tell sort of like the deepened spots are pretty much exactly where an elk's knees would be when it's lying down. Mm. Well, I'm glad that they gave an elk a nice little snacky and a little resting spot. Yeah, isn't that nice? That's you know, fine. Baiting things well, isn't that. That elk would, deserve it. They that really would do. please Bigfoot, the forest protector. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would. It would. Bigfoot, the angel, would be looking down and teleporting and be like, "That's dope." And speaking of baiting, uh, leaving bait out for Bigfoot. Didn't they uh, say not to do that earlier on their very website? Well, yes, but I think Unless they meant like bacon. meats. And Unless it's me. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, we're an organization. You're, you're just some guy. BFFR, bro. The American Wildlife Research Team in the 70s during a Bigfoot craze constructed a Bigfoot trap in the Rogue River Siskiyou National Forest. It was baited with animal carcasses and captured multiple bears and one unfortunate hiker, but no Bigfoot. <laughs> Did, Why is it an unfortunate hiker? I need because to know he fell hiker. for the Bigfoot trap. Oh, 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 Did the oh, hiker oh. like... like- so was it was it like one of those traps that like you prop up with a stick and it's like a box and then there's like the money in there or something and he walked in there and then it's like for Bigfoot only and they, they sprung it and they're like, It's Bigfoot and it's just Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just Jeff. <laughs> uh, fucking Jeff got us again. He's like, You damn huckleberry guy, get out of here. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's basically like a Give cabin. Me your huckleberries. <laughs> it's like a huckleberries. <laughs> Why it's like a cabin like with a trap door at the, at the front. <laughs> because that's how Jeff talks. <laughs> Leave Jeff alone. Oh my God. It's, yeah, so they stopped baiting the trap in the early 80s, but oh it's God. still what? there. And it's like a, tra- it's like a, it's like a tourist. Uh, so it it's looks like a, like, a, like a shitty little cabin, but with a, 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 a gate Metal. in front of it that slides yeah, up great. and down. Mm-hmm. So some guy went in there. And, and then like, it closed behind him. <laughs> and close behind him i assume he could get out because he's a human and he'd probably just you know like kick it over because this does not look very well they had to absurd. make it bigfoot proof so if it's bigfoot proof it's probably human proof bigfoots are way stronger than we are 
Exactly. Bigfoots aren't real, so can it be Bigfoot proof? Big well, it has to be theoretically Bigfoot proof. You know, you're like, well, if a Bigfoot is this much taller than a person, they must be this much stronger. You know, they're cracking, they're cracking trees all the time. You know, being they that hiker holders. and being like, oh my god, what the fuck? Like I'm stuck <laughs> in here, and then you just hear a gaggle of people being like, we got him, we got him, <laughs> running up to it, and be like, I'm gonna die, I'm dying right now. <laughs> was this where was this again? It is in. Like the border of Oregon and California. Mm. So it was a guy who was like, what's this magical little house, dude? This looks <laughs> rad as fuck, oh, yeah. bro. This oh, dude oh, is sure. based oh, on Huckleberry Pie. <laughs> yeah. Homemade Huckleberry Pie. I got my Huckleberries. <laughs> my name is Jeff. <laughs> my name is Jeff and I got my Huckleberries. I keep thinking of that song, that old country song about Huckleberries. <laughs> uh, next, I'm going to talk about the noises. The, the sound recordings. That's a wolf. What do you think that is? That's a wolf. That's, that's a wolf. You think it's a wolf? Or it's a, a man. Let me do my best impression of it. Bo, can you please do this? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's there's a Bigfoot. Exactly oh shit, no, what it like. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, there's a Bigfoot on the call. He's in the house. Hey, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna take Bo's audio right after I finish talking. I'm gonna put Bo's audio over that audio in this podcast, and you're you're gonna be able to hear it. How perfect that was. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's this one. You hear that behind the dog? Yes. That's another wolf. No, that's a um, nuclear bomb signal happening. <laughs> right? It sounds that's like an a, air raid a tornado sign. warning. Yeah. It's a tornado it like warning a and a wolf at the same time. You guys need me to do an impression of him again? Because <laughs> I will. So there's dogs barking, which leads me to believe there's more dogs and or wolves around. Is this what they're supposed to sound like? They're supposed to sound like a wolf? <laughs> kind of sounds like a cow, but also an air raid siren. I'm sure some hunter somewhere knows exactly what that sound is. People's are, they should be ducking and covering right now, but instead they're out there with the shittiest microphones (laughs) they can find. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to. A tornado's about to hit him. Is it Bigfoot? Like, quick, grab me the the 1884 microphone. Let's record this thing. (laughs) You got it, Paul. Let me finish with my huckleberries first. Oh, crap, he's here. (laughs) So the first one was a howl from. It was a howl recorded in Florida, um, and this one was recorded in Ohio, I believe. Uh, was that one? Yeah, this was recorded in 1994 in Ohio, near the Ohio River. All right, and then this next one is a collection of whoops and knocks for, uh, recorded in 1974. This is, I believe, a, yeah, this is one of Ron Moorhead's. Uh, Ron Moorhead does a lot of these. Uh, you go name dropping again, people we don't is know. Is this the same guy? So the same guy records these. Well, so these these last two were by two different ones, but these next two that I'm going to say were recorded by the same person. And okay. does it count? As, I'm I'm explaining to you that there are people involved in this investigation. I'm not just name dropping random people. Those are gunshots. The first one sounded like going like. It's like a bird. An animal. Or an elk. Either a bird like, or it sounds like, like a dying kind of deer. like a peacock. Or that's just that's just Jeff trying to get out of the fucking trap. <laughs> I don't know. It could be a Bigfoot. 
Those <laughs> animals don't make that noise. Are, yes, they do. Are you, are you sure? Because it sounds like an animal to me. <laughs> it sounds like every, a lot of animals, actually. Like, so many. And so, this, these next ones, this is, so this, I have, I, people talk about this one a lot. And so, this is a recording that was made in the. You keep saying people. Who are these people? Bigfoot enthusiasts. The internet. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're good I cannot people. Over, I they're, cannot they're, overstate they're smart the amount of people out there who are very invested in There in, are dozens of them. There's dozens. I, would, I would wager hundreds at the least. There are hundreds of people who are really devoted to the idea that Bigfoot is real and are super into justifying just how like real everything is. Um, I actually believe that because crazy. I've seen less election results in the United States and it's staggering. So yeah, there's a lot of dumbass people out there. So this is uh, Ron Moorhead's recordings and this is called Samurai Chatter, which feels racist to me. You'll hear it. You'll understand when you hear it. Samurai Chatter? And keep in mind that uh, in one of the documentaries that I watched, there is a guy who said that he was a interpreter for the military and who did crypto linguistics. So he was breaking codes and stuff. And he says that there is a recognizable language in this. It's he, he can't interpret. He doesn't know what they're saying, but there are like repetitive phonemes and it meets all the all of the qualifiers for what a language is. Um, so keep okay. that in mind. Okay, I get it now. It's <laughs> Play that backwards. That's someone give speaking backwards. Give me your backwards. huckleberries. Give me your huckleberries. <laughs> 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 Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the beginning and pause it. Okay. You'll know, you'll know when to hit play. Have it ready okay. to play, and you will know when to hit play. Okay. Put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a second part to this recording where uh, Moorhead is is repeating it back to them to try and encourage them to continue talking. I think talking. the answer uh, so about like, the name no, is no, that no, it no, is no, racist. That's his, that, no, that's his buddy in the other room just fucking yelling. That's just two homeless men in the woods. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, the second voice is the recorder trying to repeat it back to them to continue, to get them to continue talking. Like when your cat meows at you and you meow back at them. Yeah, but that's just his buddy in the woods who's started the yelling. <laughs> It is really it's so this do, is you, this is something do, else, man. Do you do you hear those weird like audio cuts every time that he speaks? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's spliced together. I, I don't think it makes any any premises to not being spliced together. It's about what's there, not how it's edited. What's there is that is completely different than the previous ones that used the howls and the whoops. So clearly they need to get their ideas straight on what the Bigfoot sounds like before they start publishing more Bigfoot sounds. Now, Andrew, I'm really glad that you said that because that means that you have the mind of a scientist because I was reading an article by Darren Nash, uh, who is a paleontologist, and he is actually in a bit of a moment right now because he is the consulting paleontologist for Prehistoric Planet, currently airing on Apple TV. Not sponsored. Great show. Not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored. Great show. Really big fan of Prehistoric Planet. 
he wrote a whole article about how like pretty much everyone wants to believe in Bigfoot, doesn't believe any of the evidence that's presented so far. And one of the main things he says is that in all of these audio recordings, the noises just don't match up. There's so much variance in the different noises that it makes. None of it matches with anything else. That's not the way that like animal vocalizations work. Yeah. Usually there's like a couple of very significant, right? Like usually it's like they have, you know, seven to whatever, seven to 15 calls that they make. And they are always a variant of like these things. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like when you when you lied when you're making up a lie story on the spot with a friend say like you and your buddy are hanging out but you didn't invite third buddy and you see third buddy in public and you're like oh sorry mm-hmm. yeah we like we didn't know that you were going to be here and then we just ended up getting together and then we started driving and then we ended up here and then your fr- then your friend who's with you was like yeah and then we killed a hiker and there's something and you're like what no <laughs> you can't add to the story this is making it very unbelievable and That's then what they started is. talking in a language no, yeah 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 totally and so i did so i did it back so that's why we're not hanging out and then I'm just going to post a couple of pictures into our chat that I have seen before. And then I'll put these on the Instagram eventually. Oh, will you? Uh, those ones really? are... That's a mask. It's those from 2017. It definitely looks like a mask of a person peeking in a window. So the, there's a, a there's, it's, there's It's a collage of seven, one, three, four, five, six, seven photos of someone clearly looking into somebody's window. It's only the top half of their head. And it's very clearly a mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a lot of these things come down to. There's, there's, I mean, if you look for it, there's plenty of videos of Bigfoot, but I really just don't believe, I really, I cannot believe any Bigfoot content that's like from the last like 10 years. Yeah, in this day and age. You can just after effects that shit, you know, there's, there's too, it's too easy to fake video footage these days. Like, I'm not going to believe it until we get actual physical evidence. So let's move into the next section. Every once in a while, someone will come forward with hairs and they're like, these are Bigfoot hairs. This is a Sasquatch hair. I found it stuck to a stick. How many times out of 10 is it like this is a deer? Most of the time. This is a human. (laughs) This is yours. Uh, You have long black hair. This is is your own hair. hair. (laughs) So this is a thing that happens anywhere that there's some sort of wild ape man out in the woods. Uh, It's kind of common. There's in some like music, there's some monastery in the Himalayas that has a a yeti scalp and somebody tested it and they're like this is a goat (laughs) it's all gonna be goat (laughs) wow and so most of them even before genetic testing was a thing they were like this is obviously deer and it's weird that you were fooled by it uh dr jeff says that the genetics represent a non-human primate but genetics don't really work that way um I, i don't really understand genetics very well personally myself but um, the, the the whole idea, right, is that you need a type animal to compare against to figure out what DNA is. Ash, explain DNA to me. I, I won't be able to do that. I mean, I barely understand DNA as it is, and I learned about it. It's hey, hard. You took a class. You did your own DNA. Hey, what Bo, I do explain know, DNA to us. What I do know but about DNA studies <laughs> is that a lot of people think that DNA is some sort of like end all be all of information and like in some ways it is but in a lot of ways we it's not because we don't necessarily one understand or two the the actual like evidence that it's giving is not what like layman's people think it is you know it's always more complicated than you think okay Bo, say 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 what ash said but if you were trying to explain it to yourself no dna 
is fake. Dini's <laughs> <laughs> made up, man. It's all, it's all much. It's just like everyone's just here to fucking party, you know? That's just like what it is, you know? Yeah, man. Like, why do we have to put like fucking abbreviations to stuff? <laughs> but going back to your eyes on things, bro. Original question. Like, I mean, you can like sequence, like, because so we took genetic material from bones and sequenced it and we could tell what species it came from. And but that was because we had like reference collections to compare it against. So like, yes, that is how it works, but that's like a pretty standard thing to say, like, this is the type DNA like for this species. Uh, so the important thing is that there is a systemic systematic genetic analysis of 30 hair samples that were suspected to be from Bigfoot like creatures. Only one of them was found to be primate in origin, and that was identified as human. Well, there you go. According to a paper published in 2014, they did, it was in 2014, they did all this stuff from different parts of the world, uh, United States, Russia, the Himalayas, and Sumatra. Other than the one sample of human origin, all but two are from common animals. Black and brown bears accounted for most of the samples. Other animals included cow, horse, dog, slash wolf, slash coyote, sheep, goat, deer, raccoon, porcupine, and tapir. The last two samples were thought to match a fossilized genetic sample of a 40,000-year-old polar bear from the Pleistocene epoch, and the second test identified the hairs as being from a rare type of brown bear. That's cool. So that's fun. It wasn't Bigfoot, but it was something equally weird. Well, I guess not equally weird, but also weird. But unexpected. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Also, not Bigfoot. Not Bigfoot. Not at all Bigfoot, but a very big bear. So going into the bodies, uh, this is something that shows up every once in a while, but ultimately there has never been a real physical remains of a Bigfoot found. And the idea is, you know, oh, well, they die out in the woods. They die out in the woods and everything gets decomposed really quickly out in the woods and And animals crawl into... They become huckleberry. (laughs) They become huckleberries. Or beets. Boom. It's the cycle of life. You live, die, become huckleberries. Then you eat the huckleberries huckleberries in your next life. life. The there are two main like incidences of Bigfoot bodies being found in the past like 20 years. So first one was in 2005. A guy named Tom Biscardi claimed that his group had caught a Bigfoot near a place called Happy Camp in California. Uh, he said that he knew the location of a captured Bigfoot specimen and that he would air footage of the creature through a $14 webcam service. So, you know, it's legitimate because he was charging money to, for, for views. Jesus fucking Christ. Does he really think that people would fall for that? Well, people did fall for it. And so... I mean, real people, not dumb people. Sorry. (laughs) The day that the footage was to be distributed, he claimed that he was hoodwinked by a woman and that the specimen did not exist. What? So... So he was the dumb one. Who would have saw that? He, yeah, yeah, I wasn't wasn't lying to you. This woman in Stagecoach Nevada was lying to you. It's not me. Wow. I'm keeping your money, though. And... I already spent it. So a... uh, the host of the radio show that he announced it on demanded that he refunded the money to people who paid for their webcam subscription. And so then he offered a refund on his website to those who had subscribed for the I service. I wonder if they so. actually got that refund. Well, you know, uh, just like Bigfoot, we'll never know. No, we do know because Bigfoot's not real. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the next one was in 2008. These two guys named Matthew Witten and Rick Dwyer of Georgia announced that they had found the carcass of a seven foot, seven inch, 500 pound Bigfoot like creature while hiking through the mountains and that they placed it in a freezer in an undisclosed location. And they released pictures of it and it's got like intestines in it and stuff. And it's all gross. Is it a goat? They claim to have seen three similar creatures when they found the body. And so guess who teamed up with these two to promote the claim that they had. Was it Dr. Jack? 
Dr. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. No, sorry. It was Tom Biscardi. Oh. And this was the moment when the beef row posted about the news and they were like, don't believe this. Tom Biscardi is a huckster. A huckster, you say? <laughs> yeah. They were like, this motherfucker, he's doing hoaxes. He's a known hoaxster. Don't trust anything he says. <laughs> and so Biscardi teamed up with Witten and Dyer to promote the, the, to promote the corpse and promise the media DNA evidence. They held a press conference. They showed photographs. They said everyone who talked down to us is going to eat their words. He said that he measured its feet and felt its intestines, and it turned out to be a rubber costume. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. So good. Uh, one of the guys, Matthew Witten, was a police officer and almost lost his job over it because the chief of police said that perpetrated, perpetrating a fraud goes into his credibility and integrity, and he violated the duty of a police officer. Wow, back in the day when police officers could actually get fired. That's crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's weird. What's that? And like? so Biscardi claimed that he was deceived and that he was going to seek justice. And as far as I know, I don't know what has come of that. There's also uh, a guy who said that he found bones with human with big, big primate teeth marks in them and that he was going to publish a paper about it. And then he published a book that I can't find. Uh, so I don't think it exists. And I think that his, it's probably bullshit in some way or another. There's some way that it's bullshit. I don't know exactly the specific way that it's bullshit, but it's definitely bullshit. So that's everything. So what, what's our conclusion? Uh, Bigfoot fake as fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but so when people are seeing Bigfoot, what do you think they're actually seeing? Bears? I think they just want attention or they're bears? dumb or they're high on mescaline. <laughs> on mescaline? It's probably bears. Yeah, like ninety percent of the Bigfoot, because I didn't re- like I didn't even read the uh, and like the Beefro has like seventy five thousand incident reports, and so I'm willing to bet that seventy thousand of them are bears, and the remaining five thousand are drugs. Yeah, hundred percent drugs. Honestly, the like, thing is in most things is is drugs, drugs and stupid people. Because what it really comes down to is that if you are primed with the idea that you're going to see a Bigfoot, you're you, anything that you anything that happens to you that could possibly be a bigfoot you're gonna be like hey that's a bigfoot yeah that's what i think like especially with how bad humans night vision is that's the other thing why are people always seeing bigfoot at night apes sleep at night it's like why is not an ape everything says it's an ape if it says it's a man ape stinky man ape that's okay, what we're talking about well, this whole time if you're trying to steal huckleberries you want to steal it at night when nobody catch you it's true yeah that's the, that's the saying in the Huckleberry world. You steal them at night, uh, you won't be frightened. Huckleberry's delight mm-hmm. comes at night. It also brings the fright. Don't eat and makes my you berries. Fight. <laughs> 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 Zach, I really appreciate you taking us through all of the evidence. I'm going to say this. My feelings on Bigfoot are exactly the same as when we started. I wish that it was real. I truly, truly do. But like Andrew was saying, there's no way that this thing exists and that we've known about it for forever and nobody has any actual evidence that it exists. Mm-hmm. It's really sad, but it's true. Um, I hate it. Ultimately, <laughs> what it comes down to is like what Darren Nash said. There's the whole thing about the uniform vocalizations that don't exist there. If there was a large ape like creature that existed in the woods, even if there weren't that many of them, there'd still be a ton of evidence that just isn't happening. 
why is it that people who like should who are like naturalists and actual scientists are not the ones who are finding the footprints and instead it's like weird people who go spend all their time in the woods like looking for bigfoot are the ones who find the bigfoot footprints that's kind of weird uh, and it's never like the actual trained scientists. Um, well, I don't think that actual trained scientists are out looking for Bigfoot prints because Bigfoot's not real. They go sometimes. It happens. I mean, Bigfoot, it captures the imaginations of the country. No, you know, people want to know if it's true. No, I mean, people it does. Don't. There's there's a reason that it's so pervasive. I do. Don't speak for me. I, I speak for be... Zach and everyone else in this world. We all know <laughs> that Bigfoot's fake. <laughs> but, but the point of what I'm saying is that I wish he wasn't. Yeah, the world would be a much richer and more enjoyable place if Bigfoot existed. No, I, I assume and that everyone deny. who looks for Bigfoot on the regular is listening to this podcast because there's very uh, you clearly don't have a job, and you <laughs> all you do is mm-hmm. you know do crazy shit all the time. So I assume you're listening to this podcast. It just know everyone knows that you're is he's fake. Like you can you can stop. Here's the thing is when I was going into doing all this research, I was really hoping that I would find some smoking gun that I could present and be like, yeah, here we go. How do you explain this? But like all of it's debunkable. Like there's none of it that is that is like legitimate. And it's a little disappointing because I feel like the world would be a lot more interesting and like a lot more fun of a place if there was weird shit. Well, like yeah, I mean, I wish that aliens were, you know able to visit earth and i wish that ghosts were real and i wish that there was magic and i wish that there was bigfoot but you can't deny that a pervasive myth that has stayed so present in cultural memory for so long like is it's bigfoot is kind of real because he's real in our hearts but <laughs> also bigfoot bigfoot is not the real Boogerfoot. that was in virginia <laughs> you called him bigfoot i'm pretty sure he's Probably a bigfoot <laughs> play it back play it back <laughs> bigfoot is definitely not alive in my heart at all. You've got a dead heart. I can't wait for part three next week. <laughs> so like I could put together a part three. Please don't. Please. <laughs> on, on cryptids in general, just too. tell us about all cryptids, of the other cryptids. Fine. That I would definitely like to learn about anything other than Bigfoot at this point. I would love to wow, learn you're, about like, You're Jersey not just Double a Bigfoot denier. You're a Bigfoot hater. Oh, I said yeah. that in the first episode. You're yeah. a Bigfoot antagonizer. I'm yeah. now going to go on their website just as I cleaned at the beginning of the last episode and I'm going to make a bunch of fake bigfoot sightings you would be the person when you see the bigfoot sightings that grabs their gun and starts blasting <laughs> no if i see a bigfoot i'm going straight for it and i'm trying to make friends with it i again i want to be that guy who they take to the cave and i want to hang out with them and do cool shit but i want to eat breakfast sausages yeah with a bigfoot i will eat 17 pounds of bacon until i see bigfoot and then i die <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do that with you i'll do that with you my favorite thing that I learned, the, the best thing that I learned was the fact that that guy had the wooden feet in his house when he died. <laughs> same. Same. Damn that, it, was that was mine. Yep. That was that. That, was, that dude it. took it to that his grave. That is a fucking great. prank it's master the best part general. Of the whole thing, isn't like, it? salute to that guy. Fucking great job. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. B- biggest You know, props he ever. was on his deathbed. He was like, just fucking giggling to himself. Just and they're like, cackling all the way to the grave. And he's like, <laughs> we know. We know I what you're giggling about. Old man. Got him. <laughs> he fucking got everyone. You got him good. I, I, oh, so great. Can you imagine just laying there at night, you know, being like, <laughs> I put the feet in the woods and they believed it. <laughs> that was part two of Bigfoot. Uh, Bigfoot debunked. I don't even know what we're going to call this episode. Uh, uh, Bigfoot, it's, you tried, I guess. 
Bigfoot uh, part, debunked question mark? Bigfoot is Bigfoot real? Do huckleberries make you Bigfoot high? Debunked period. Find out was, in the previous two episodes that you just listened to. If you're still asking those questions, you should re-listen to the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you still have questions, you weren't listening, which I don't blame you. Tell for, us <laughs> if you think Bigfoot is real or not uh, on Instagram. I would love send to, us a message. Yeah. Send us a message on Instagram, get up on pod, send us an email if you would like to Bigfoot evidence. or don't yeah, send it to the BFRO, send it to us. Actually, like, send it to us and we will tell you to go fuck yourself right to your face. I'll fly to your house and tell you to fuck yourself. <laughs> I would. Uh, so send us an email to get dumped on podcast at gmail.com if you would like to have suggestions of what we talk about next or talk about anything that we've already talked about. You just want to talk some shit. Go for it. Bo really wants you to email us. us. Email us. I don't think anyone's ever actually checked that email. I do. I check it regularly. Okay. No I don't, yeah, no we have never Bo once yet. received an email. We've received like automated <laughs> oh, emails, oh, but never once Those from a listener. Those count. All right. Well, hey, oh, thanks. Okay, okay. Again, Wednesday, next Wednesday, we'll see you. Humpty Dumpty. Until then, we will bid you goodbye. I thought you were going to say, we bid you a Bigfoot. Oh, fuck. I wanna re- I'll redo it. I'll redo it. No, shit, I can't redo it. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped on an Info Dump Podcast. Bo, sing us a song. Sing us a song on the way out, Bo. Farewell, my huckleberry. We had good time. The huckleberry man will come and steal you away. All right. I love you. Bye.